Hello and welcome to episode 179 of Navigating the Modern World. Um, as always, it's been a minute. Um, I think what I love most about this podcast is that I can kind of come in and out as needed. So thank you for that. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I will just reassure you that literally the point of this podcast is one for me to process my own life and experience, but also to, to provide a platform where I literally just process life through a Buddhist lens. So with that said, I today am going to mostly just talk about how change is possible. And really this is sparked from I think my own sense of dread to change and my own resistance to change. And really, I went on a meditation retreat. Oh man, it's been like six weeks ago already. I can't believe it. Um, but the whole beginning of that retreat was really a reminder that one, I am good, like this really deep understanding that I am worthy and good and that the things that are calling to my heart that they are legitimate enough to listen to and also that everything that I want is possible and I want to say this about this. I think new age spirituality is like on this manifestation craze, which I'm not going to diss manifestation. I think our thoughts do create so much of our experience. And I also really want to communicate that I think also life is just going to deliver what life is going to deliver. And there's a way in which we can either choose to accept what life is delivering or we can resist it or push against it. And I think that we can begin to make steps and take steps toward the things that we're wanting. And I really deeply believe that we must do it with a light grip on any future happening or any future idea of like what it should end up looking like. I really kind of think that as we are in action in our life, that life will then interact with us and the outcome of that interaction, I think, is often 
way different than we think it might be and sometimes it's more beautiful than we think it might be and other times it's harder than I think we think it might be and that whatever is there is just there and it's not necessarily like if you are doing something with the only hope being the exact outcome that you're looking for and if that outcome doesn't come and you're going to be like really disappointed or then you should reevaluate what you're doing because often the result is not going to look like what we think it's going to look like and i don't know i am kind of the proponent of the idea that it is not the end result that actually matters it's like the becoming as we move toward the things that we want or desire and in that becoming there is a lot of things that happen in that in that you know middle space when you're working towards something there's a lot of growth there's a lot of letting go there's a lot of surrender there's a lot of compassion needed and like really isn't that the practice of life and maybe as we choose to work towards something really all that we're doing is practicing life and knowing that once we reach whatever result we're going to reach that then the process will start again we'll work towards something else and then we will you know life will throw a curveball at us and then we'll have to work towards something else like a great example of this in my life is I have been running a ton this last year and I just started getting a pretty intense knee pain that, you know, at first glance looks like it set me back. And it's like there has been some like grief in that, but there's also been so much beauty in the allowing myself to just be in the process and allowing myself to rest and allowing myself to listen to my body and stretch a little bit more think more about weight training while also running just like processing and doing different things and I you know, who who knows what really came out of all of that, but I will say this, I think that when we surrender to just what is present and what is actually going on in our lives, that we then can like have the best next step and that presence allows what I would call like skillful action instead of just unconscious action, which is like, I have a goal, go, 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 go. You know, it's almost like if you live life that way, 
which there's nothing, you know, there's no right and wrong in this. This is just a perspective that if you are go, 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 go without really what we say in like the restaurant industry is like having a heads up mentality, you know, where your head's up and you're looking around, you're always kind of present. Like this is something I'm kind of constantly working on with my teams, which is like when your head is down and you're focused at the task at hand, that often you can miss a connection with another human being. You can miss a customer being dissatisfied and the ability to make it right, which could then lead to a bad Google review, which could then lead to more negative reviews. You know, it's like you actually miss the things happening in the moment and how to have this balance of being able to complete tasks but really keep our head up. And I kind of think the same thing with mindfulness and in the pursuit of anything, which is like, how can I continue to do the thing that, that I want to pursue, but also stay really present to any shifting of course that actually might be better or might be more aligned or might be you know screaming at me like my knee was screaming at me and know that there is learning and growth in that I think part of the learning and growth in this period of my running is just like how to train more effectively and also and this is another thing that came from my retreat is like does it actually matter when I get there like can I pursue something without knowing when I will actually get there? And can I pursue something without the guarantee that I'll actually get there? And that's kind of where, you know, I want to send encouragement because one, I think wherever you end up, maybe that's exactly where you were meant to be anyway, even though Sometimes it doesn't look like making it to the race that you thought you were going to make it to. Or maybe it doesn't look like a relationship as quick as you wanted it. Or maybe it looks like not getting pregnant when you want to. Or maybe it looks like not getting the dream job. Or, you know, whatever the thing is that you're pursuing. That they're in that gray area or in that area of not getting there it's like the question i guess is like what else is there and what is the learning occurring in that moment and can you be with it because just as much as life is about working towards stuff and sometimes reaching it, sometimes not, or sometimes it looking like you want it to and sometimes not. It really is, can I be with each step of the moment and find worthiness in that step? And, you know, when I left the retreat, one thing that I just kept saying is like, can I just keep pursuing the things that I love, which for me is Buddhism and meditation without needing to get anywhere. 
And like, can I just, you know, really go after the thing that I love without there being some determined thing at the end? And can I trust that that is good enough? And it's funny because there's that aspect, but then there's the other aspect that when I really do practice the things that I love most, or I really do practice the things that are most important to me, that actually in those moments, I already have the thing that I want. It's like when you go to the gym and you really, like ultimately you want to lose weight or you want to become more tone, but after you go to the gym, you're like, yeah, I did that. You know, you feel so good. You feel so strong. You feel so capable. You feel so proud of yourself for following through. Um, and we actually get the thing that we want, the moment that we are in the action of the thing that we want. And to me, that is why there is so much honestly importance in remembering that what you want is available to you and it's possible and it's worth pursuing and it's worth pursuing simply because you want to pursue it and I want to read a little bit out of a book that I'm reading. So this book that I'm reading, it's by Pema Chodron and it's called No Time to Lose. And I am debating if I want to read it or if I just want to talk about it. Um, but this is, this is, I'll just read this paragraph. Those who go in bliss. So there's a part of the book that she, so she's kind of, she is literally writing a guide to the way of the Bodhisattva. And she says, so one of the lines is those who go in bliss. And so she's kind of describing this line. She says, those who go, those who go in bliss naturally includes the Buddhas, but it also refers to our own potential. We too can free ourselves from the hopes and fears of self-centeredness. The bliss of perceiving reality without these limitations is our birthright. Thus, Shantideva, who is the person that wrote the way of the Bodhisattva, Thus, Shantideva doesn't bow down to something outside himself, but to his own capacity for enlightenment. He venerates those who have realized what remains possible for all of us. So for me, this really began to remind me that awakening is possible. It's like one of the things that when I'm having a hard time getting into a meditation, I just will like sit and I just will repeat that to myself, like awakening is possible. Awakening is possible. And really all that I mean by awakening is to be present 
to this moment is possible. And for anybody who meditates, um, I will share this. When you're, you know, living kind of the normal kind of chaotic life, especially in the Western world, it is hard to be present. And it, what I what I mean by present is just like actually aware of both what is going on within you and what is going on outside of you. And I mean kind of like everything within the senses. What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Just like actually being what I would call intimate with something actually experiencing something instead of just rushing from this to that to this to that to this to that and never really experiencing anything as it flies past you and for me that is what awakening is awakening is like awakening to this moment like right now i bought this plant and it's sitting on my desk and it's really cool when you really look at it you're like wow that is a gorgeous plant holy moly that plant is gorgeous but you know it's like if you just notice there's like a little greenery over there it's like you don't actually see the purple and the deep green and the light green and the shading and like the natural art that it is or if i'm you know, rushing around my life, but I feel uncomfortable and I'm not really being present to the feelings in my body, then there's like really nothing you can do about them. You can't relieve yourself of them. You can't, you can't comfort yourself. You can't ask for what you need. You can't pause. You can't, you know, it's kind of like when you're in a fight and you're just reacting versus being in a fight, being present to what's inside of you, like, ooh, I'm angry, and then being able to, like, very consciously respond. And I want to just encourage all of you that really whatever you're wanting, whatever you're looking for in this life, that it is actually available to you. And I'm not sure what will help you in moving toward that because we all have different things and actions that help us move toward that. And I want to just reiterate again and again that it is possible for you that the potential is here and that whatever is calling to you, it is worthy to go after. And it isn't worthy to go after because I know the end result will be perfect, because I don't. But it is worthy to go after because I really trust the process of this life and I trust that in doing something that you care about and then paying attention as you do it, that there's something really magical that can occur. And I would say that sometimes it's in the outer world, like sometimes it's money or, um, you know, a beautiful book or, you know, whatever, whatever comes to being in the actual world, you get fit and healthy, but there is something really magical 
that occurs within you. And I think it's important to pay attention to both. And I often think that the thing that we're searching so, you know, feverishly for in the world, in the outer world, actually exists right here within us right now. And I do think that we have to, in some way, pay attention to feel that or understand that. But I think that I don't really, you know, I don't really have an opinion about whether people need to do that work by taking action in the outer world or if they need to do that work by paying more attention to their inner world. I actually think that we can feel what we're really wanting to feel and experience what we're really wanting to experience by just like maybe paying attention to both, being attentive to both, especially if we're not monastics living in, you know, ashrams or, you know, you're not living in some monastery somewhere. It's like you're living in the actual world and when we're living in the actual world, we have to pay attention to the actual world. Today, um, this really kind of beautiful thing happened. I was sitting at one of those spaces that I work in, and I was just sitting there, and there was a gentleman that was in a conversation with a gentleman, and then the other guy left, and so this guy was like left alone, and I knew him, I knew his face, just from town, just from being around town for so long. And he said hi to me, and I said hi back, and I said, it's been a while since I've seen you. How are you doing? And he was like, yeah, it has been a while. And then I like asked him his name, and then he asked me my name, and we ended up talking for like 30 minutes, and we had such a connective, genuine, heartfelt, like professional conversation about the work that we're both doing. And I just felt so enlivened by that conversation and it really did set my day off in this beautiful way and it was only because I was able to pay attention and I was able to really be present with another person you know so often in the world we're just we really are just like hopping from this thing to that thing to this thing to that thing and I'm not even sure that we're actually engaging with anything. And then we wonder when we get home or get off work or whatever that we feel so depleted and it's because we haven't actually been connected to anything real. We haven't actually like been intimate with anything and I don't know about you but when you're intimate with something whether it's a person nature a task you're doing the whole thing comes alive the whole thing like feels like it begins to I'm really trying to sense it 
it's like in that moment when you're intimate with something, it's like everything feels perfect. And everything There's a contentness. I am a person that feels things in my body and so I can really feel it in my heart center. Just this like opening, this depth, this realness. And I think that we feel the desire to go after things because I don't know about you, but just like our heart just longs to be close to something. And I think we long to be close to life. And when we give ourselves permission to really do the things that we like to do or that we're interested in, even if they're hard, that something comes alive for us in that pursuit and in that intimacy of pursuit. And I think where we can often go wrong is like I have been saying all along, but just to where we're focused on the end result, we're not focused on what we need to do today. And I think this whole encouragement or like if you know your potential is possible, awakening is possible, I think that that work is so important day to day to remind ourselves and I'm so grateful that I have been bumping up against that reminder because when we remind ourselves that what we want is worthy of going after and also it's possible, that that helps keep our mind right And what I mean by our mind being right, it helps us stay in in like a more neutral or positive state of mind. Negative states of mind aren't bad, but they do make us make different life choices. And also so do some positive feelings. You know, so when you're like, oh, this person... I love them, you know, whatever. You might like sleep with them faster than you want to, or you might move in with them before you should have or whatever. But just this feeling of, and maybe maybe like should is not a good word and also sleeping too soon, like there's no judgment in that either, let's be honest. Um, when I say those things, they are completely without judgment. <laughs> Done both. Um, that There's really just a neutrality. There can be a neutrality in the mind that I think is really aware of both the highs and lows of the mind, but it doesn't grab onto either. But it just kind of like awakening is possible. Awakening is possible. You know, there's nothing like ecstatic in that statement. There's nothing like to really cling on to. It's just like, okay, awakening is possible. And to me, it's just like, okay, take the next step. Okay, what's there to be present within this moment? And even as I speak, I have these um, earphones in for the speaker. 
and I can hear myself very clearly. So it's really beautiful to even hear my own voice and be intimate with my own voice and my own words. And it makes me slow down. It makes me contemplate what I'm saying. It makes me like be like, hmm, do I really believe that? Is that really what I'm, you know, thinking or feeling or and it's it's really such a heartfelt experience to just keep your mind right enough to really remain present with what's here. The thing with negative and positive thinking is that negative and positive thinking usually like throws you into the future or throws you into the past. Positive thinking is often like daydreaming about what could be, you know, which I do too. I'm totally guilty, not judging. Um, and then often negative can be both. It can be fear of the future, but it can also be like, ugh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or why did I say that, you know? Um, and this neutrality of the mind, the quote, like, awakening is possible, it's just like, okay, like, even when I mess up, I have found myself saying that to myself sometimes, like, awakening is possible. It's okay that you weren't awake in that moment. It's okay that you said that thing you didn't mean to say. You can apologize. You can do the thing. And then it keeps my mind neutral enough that I can continue to be present with what's next. I'm not jolted to the future. I'm not jolted to the past. I'm not jolted by guilt and fear and shame. I'm not jolted by, you know, daydreaming. I'm just like, okay, this too, you know, it's like one of my favorite things. This too, this too is welcome. This too is welcome. Can I now be with this? This is what's here. Awakening is possible. And I just want to encourage all of you that really whatever you want is possible. And it's hard to remember that sometimes. Like, and if you just want to take a moment, maybe even close your eyes and just say that to yourself, like, and maybe it's not awakening because that's maybe not your word, but change is possible. Growth is possible. Love is possible. Vulnerability is possible. Courage is possible. Being healthy is possible. Whatever it is for you, just whisper it to yourself. Awakening is possible. And whisper it a few times. And then just sit and feel your heart. And if you didn't feel anything in your heart, that's okay too. <laughs> no forced feelings here. But if you did feel something, or if you feel even neutral, just feel what that feels like. And if you needed a reminder that whatever you want is possible, I hope that this reminded you. The world is a big place and it's really easy to forget. So whatever you're up to, wherever you're headed, whatever you're working on, whatever your dreams are, know it's possible. And know that there are people like me 
who really believe that and are going to hold it and hold tight to it until I take my last breath and maybe probably after that too. Until next time. Thank you.